This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Mix. You've waited patiently all day. All wait. They were patient. They didn't get rushed. But Great Lakes Bay region, we finally arrived at the payoff from high school. Oh, I saw a classic game. To college. Wolverines, you're asking me? Who's the best team in the country? To the pros. JMO had a touchdown in his first game played. We cover everything a Michigan sports fan could want. This is uncharted territory. And now, here they are. It's the payoff. Oh! Happy Thursday. Good to be back, fellas. Brad Tunney, Ben Bosher, John Vacari. Did you guys miss me since Monday? Oh, my God. Look at this guy, John. <laughs> he finally decides to show up to work, and he's acting like we all missed him. Did you miss me he since Monday? walked into Monday? the office today, and we all got on our hands and knees. Now, how'd the and show go? How'd the show Tunney? go the last couple of days? Huh? He doesn't even listen. We were, yeah, we, yeah, no, he I does. Know, we, we were loving more of the airtime, though, Brad. I figured. I figured. You guys got big heads. Anyway, you know the number to too. text in at 989-837-61. Two five. That text number brought to you each and every day by our friends at Frick's Sports Bar here in Midland, 989-837-6125. Let us know your thoughts throughout the show today. And we are jam-packed, as always, on a Thursday, leading you into the Northwood Football Coaches Show from Frick's beginning at 7 o'clock. Northwood, how they play last weekend? They played fantastic. I mean, a field goal block at the end and... I talked about it earlier this week, the Brian Kinley touchdown. The defense kept giving the offense chances to win it, finally came through, and it's got to feel good for Northwood to get a conference win against what was a tough opponent. That's right. We had a great high school football game last week. we get another one this week. We'll talk to you about that later on, and we are only now eight days away from Midland Dow, from Midland Community Stadium Week 9 in the high school football slate. We're excited for it, but a lot to get into before that including our NFL picks. We'll go over how we did last week and talk to you about the entire slate of games coming up in the bottom of the hour, plus a giveaway on this Thursday. As always, at 6.32 on the payoff here on Thursday nights, we do a major giveaway. And today, a pair of former Pistons signed jerseys, both of them in tandem, Andre Drummond, Reggie Jackson, signed jerseys can be yours. Just text the keyword today of Pistons. Text the word Pistons to 989-837-6125. We'll pick one lucky texter to have them come pick up their jerseys from right here at Dow Diamond. We, of course, broadcast from the Blazy Electric Studios, and today's payoff is thanks to our friends at the Forward Corporation. Let's not waste any more time. Today is the start of the Detroit Red Wings season. And no better time to spend a little bit of time talking about them. Already one text in for these Pistons jerseys. Again, 989-837-6125. Red Wings opening up their season tonight against the Devils. And you look at what this Red Wings team has done under Steve Eisman in the last four years. He's heading into year number five. They've increased the number of points at the end of the season each and every one of those years. But now you're looking around. You make this big offseason move in trading for former 40-goal scorer Alex Dabrinkit, who's done it twice. Mm-hmm. The Red Wings have not had a 40-goal scorer since 2009, guys. You trade for someone like that in the offseason, and you can officially call this rebuild done. It's got to be over. You have to be in contention in the playoffs in March. That's the only acceptable way this season's going to go. What is that sound? Text coming in through the text line, 989-837-6125. We, we get it. You want to turn it off, Brad? I just turned it <laughs> off. I turned it down. Keep going, Ben. <laughs> that, that's all. I mean, you look at what this Red Wing season going into year five of any GM, whether they're a Hall of Famer or not, whether they played for your franchise or not. Year five and you don't make the playoffs, that's got to change. You, you don't get passes after that. I mean, if Brad Holmes went four straight years of not making the playoffs, then again in year five, wasn't in playoff contention uh, come January, guess what? He's getting fired. And I understand Stevie Wise a legend around here. But you got to get the job done as the GM. You can't treat him like a legend over and over and over again when he continues to come up short. And granted, 
he took over a mess that Ken Holland left yep. behind. He was yep. here for two decades by the end, just was doing some ridiculous things to set this team up to fail. You inherit that, you get more points each and every year, but now you're looking around. You make your offseason moves after selling at the deadline last year. You're all in. You don't have to make the playoffs for this to be a successful year, but you got to be in it at the end of the season. You got to get at least 90-ish points by the end of the season. Yeah, big thing for me coming into this year is I want to be able to watch competitive hockey or meaningful hockey in March. Meaningful hockey in March, the ability to go down to Little Caesars Arena, attend some playoff atmosphere Red Wings games. We haven't felt that in almost 10 years. Last playoff appearance of 2016. And to Ben's point, they have not qualified for the playoffs under Stevie Y. And I think that's okay. Ken Holland left this cupboard so bare, so bruised, so battered that we knew it would take some time. And now a big off-season investment from Stevie Y, the front office, into this organization. And you might think, The expectation should be to make the playoffs, but that's not what most pundits feel. That's not what most calculations or mathematical models feel about this team coming in. Yeah, but who cares about those? I understand that. Who who, who cares what the preseason expectation are? There is teams each and every year in in all sports that succeed expectations. That's the perfect way to put it. Just because you're not picked to go to the playoffs in the preseason doesn't mean you can't get there. And I get it. The conference and division's loaded. Yes. But someone has to succeed expectations. It's never going to go exactly how the preseason poll does it. I mean, John and I were talking a couple days ago uh, about the teams uh, that 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 were picked almost last in the preseason poll and then ended up winning playoffs here. This is the best day ever for John. We're talking about hockey. No, and to your point, Ben, the team that the Red Wings open up tonight in New Jersey, the New Jersey Devils, they were projected to finish in the bottom 10 of the league last year. They got by my New York Rangers in the first round and have one of the best players in the NHL and Jack Hughes, and they were a postseason team last year. But I think the expectations uh, are sort of right where you guys said it. It's a team that should be moving in the right direction. In around January, early February, the Red Wings were in that, okay, important yep. game type uh, of mode. And then they went nine and uh, they had nine wins in their last 21 games of the season, got destroyed by Ottawa back to back games. And that's what really hindered uh, Detroit last season. Brad said it off the top you want meaningful games down the stretch. This Eastern Conference is loaded, and you're getting it at a time when the Metropolitan, which has usually been the stronger of the two divisions in the Eastern Conference, is on a bit of a down. The Flyers are not good. The uh, Washington Capitals are sort of on the on the back end with Ovechkin getting older. Same thing could be said for the Pittsburgh Penguins. They try and rebuild on the fly in a way and put these key veterans and young stars around their aging stars, and again, Malkin and Sidney Crosby, but they're on the downward swing. The unfortunate thing for the Red Wings is that they play in the Atlantic. They play in a division with the Florida Panthers, who last year were expected to make the playoffs, but weren't expected to go to the Stanley Cup, which they did. Uh, You have Ottawa who got better. Buffalo didn't make the playoffs, but they have playoff expectations as well. And then you can't forget about Boston and Tampa Bay, which have been playoff uh, just stalwarts through the last five to ten seasons. So the Red Wings find themselves with higher expectations, and it should be that case. You bring in a 40-goal score into Brinkett. JT Comfort's a very strong uh, second-line center, which the Red Wings were missing. But the problem is, and we touched on it towards the tail end of last night's show, the problem is... The teams above you didn't get worse. And you you brought up the team a couple of times there, so let's just get it out of the way now. The Ottawa Senators. This has been this team's kryptonite. The Red Wings were in the playoffs for all but 18 hours in February, at the end of February last season. Then over the next two games, Ottawa, 6-2. to two. Ottawa, 6-1. Yep. to one. Yep. That can't happen. Those kind of games, good. <laughs> I understand that, but you have to be able to compete, and they play Ottawa right off the bat next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Circle it. Get in, they have to show up. Yeah, I, I Pretend honestly like that's think, the biggest rival. And, and you could Treat take, it like one. Absolutely, and you could take our projections with a grain of salt. You could take national projections with a grain of salt, to be honest, but I think that last spot in the Eastern Conference is going to come down to Ottawa and Detroit, just based on... Again, projections. Who knows? Obviously, hockey is the biggest crapshoot of all the sports, and it's all about developing that chemistry, and I think Detroit's on the right path of doing so, but I feel eclipsing Ottawa is the next step. But the expectations should be high, and to circle back to the initial point with Iserman, uh, 
the expectation should be higher for him. You give him a pass through the first couple of years. I, I think, especially in hockey markets, there's, like any sport, a bigger expectation on the GMs to turn things around just because in hockey you can have those turnarounds. Look at the Seattle Kraken last year who went from a 60-point team two seasons ago to a playoff team, and they were an expansion team. So you feel it should be a, a 180 flip in a way. But Detroit was left with such a mess uh, that you guys alluded to. So I've, I've been fine with patiently waiting, and I don't know how, how the Detroit Red Wings fans have felt uh, about that, but I think you could be content with patiently waiting up until this point. You want to get competitive games towards the tail end of the season with, I think, the ceiling expectation being sneaking into the playoffs. But the, but the thing about Stevie Y, if it's Joe Schmo that does the exact same thing over the next four years, are, are they really the coach? Just if Joe Schmo's not a 22-time... No, but, but, 22-year career, 10-time captain. Steve Eisenman he has the, this yeah. soft cushion, and I think a lot of people fear going at him and criticizing him a little bit. But if you get to the end of the season and you're not playing competitive hockey, that is a problem. It is. I mean, to to credit Eisenman for a second here, he is building, and, I, and we talked about this off-air a little, Ben, but he is building, in my opinion, how contenders and championship teams have been built throughout the NHL in the last three to five seasons. The unfortunate thing is it's not a money ball thing. It's not some secret that the Red Wings are now, uh, you know, exposed to and doing. Every team builds their uh, every team builds their roster the same way in a way. So it's not like he's uncovering anything new. You just hope that the skill position players you brought in and the star power and Debrinket has to be that star along with Larkin. They have to play to a high level because the league around them just keeps getting better. And even though the Red Wings took a step up, free agency. And we'll see how the prospects come along as well. But they took a step up. But I don't think anyone in the East took a step down. I want to reset a couple of things for you again. 989-837-6125. That's the Frick Sports Bar text line. Text the keyword Pistons to be entered to win a signed pair of Pistons jerseys. Andre Drummond, Reggie Jackson, former Pistons, coming your way at 632 today. We'll give those away. Text continue to roll in also want to get your thoughts on the red wings what are your expectations is it 90 plus points is it 95 points is it a six seed is it not making the playoffs again i want to see competitive meaningful spirited hockey in the month of march for the first time in a long time and when i compare i think a little bit of this offseason which felt like the big offseason for the red wings and compare it to what was i think told to us uh, a few years ago as the big offseason for the Tigers when it was Javier Baez signing in the offseason, this feels way different, right? This feels entirely different and an offseason where the needle will be moved a bit more than what we saw from another team in Detroit that has struggled for many years as well. We're going to take our first break of the day. Come back in 90 seconds right here on The Payoff. Midland Golf Headquarters is your place for everything golf. Indoor simulators, fully stocked pro shop, your favorite brands, and now the new and improved outdoor range with state-of-the-art turf for the 2023 season. If you're working on your game or testing out your new clubs, Midland Golf HQ's outdoor range is the place to be. Reserve your time at 989-750-7117 or visit their website at midlandgolfhq.com. Midland Golf Headquarters, Commerce Drive, just north of the Midland Mall. Joel Volk is a corporate account executive within the Great Lakes Loons Ticket Office. And if you know Joe, you know he's passionate, particularly about making your life easy as a manager or director of your company, helping create experiences for your employees and clients. Here's Joe. I tell you what, there's no better way to retain employees, show customers that you care, or just generally create a good feeling in your company or organization than a season ticket package with the Great Lakes Loons. Season ticket packages are a great option for salespeople to leave behind or even recognize an employee. We've got plenty of different options, whether you want a full season, a half season, or even a voucher package. The Great Lakes Loons can accommodate your business to help accomplish the goals that you want to achieve. All memberships include a personal account manager. That's right, somebody that will take care of you every step of the way, plus 25% off food and beverages or an option of free parking, unlimited flexibility in moving your games, and, of course, unlimited ticket exchanges. 
Let me tell you about the Lumberjack Restaurant in West Branch. Now, imagine this. Eating tasty, homestyle comfort food without all the sweat and tears of cooking it. You're darn tootin'. That's the Lumberjack Restaurant specialty. Food's so good and portions so big, your pals are gonna have to roll you home if you finish the whole dadgum plate. And why wouldn't you? So get your axe up to the Lumberjack Restaurant of West Branch. Exit 212 I-75, where hunger goes to die. Back to the payoff on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Yeah, everybody looks good at home. Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. Oh, happy Thursday to you. Welcome back inside the payoff. The Great Lakes Bay region only live local sports talk show that you can hear right here on the all-new Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. Thanks for dropping by. We do it each and every weekday all throughout the year. From 6 to 7 o'clock, my name is Brad Tunney. We've got Ben Bosher, John Vacari as well inside the Blazy Electric Studios. Text still rolling in for our giveaway today. Just 17 minutes away from picking a number at the Frick Sports Bar text line. 989-837-6125-989-837-6125. Text the keyword Pistons to be entered to win our giveaway today of an Andre Drummond and Reggie Jackson signed Piston jersey. NFL picks coming up a little bit later on in the show. But with the Red Wings starting their season tonight against the New Jersey Devils, we're talking some wings. We've gone over a little bit of the expectations. I think one major question, and it's been a question for many years now, especially with Dylan Larkin on the roster, has been, can this team, which has struggled offensively last year, 24th in goals scored, Mm -hmm. the expectation there is that it'll be a lot better. Of course, a lot of the investment, a lot of the infrastructure built up in the offseason was done on offense. The addition of Debrinkit and James T. Comfer uh, obviously will help that. I don't think they'll finish in the bottom 10 in goals this year. That will be an improvement. But the looming kind of monkey on their back is will there be a 40-goal scorer on this roster? And it, it could be any of, I think, two names probably. Debrinkit's probably the leader. He's done it before and twice. Dylan Larkin, though, I think, has the chance to do it. He's been a 30-plus goal scorer three times, including a career-high 32 last year. Is there potential for him to get to 40 this season? Uh, I mean, sure, there's potential to get to 40, but I don't think like that's... it's. Yeah, sure, it's a looming thing going around, and they haven't had a 40-goal scorer since uh, Huso did it in 2009. Hosa, yeah, 09. Exactly. And he played one season in Detroit, so you can't really bookmark that and be like, that was our guy. But... I don't think it's that big. Like if, if Dylan Larkin and Alex DeBrinket both have 37 goals this year, like it's it's not that big of a deal. Sure. As long as there is some production and a big increase, that's why you bring in someone like Alex DeBrinket, the hometown kid from Farmington Hills. You don't give up two players and two picks to bring him in if you're not looking to go all in and make the playoffs. That's got to be the goal. Yeah, you can't have, I mean, just to fixate on this point, your leader in points last year was Larkin with 79. Yep. You can't have a guy, you can't have no one on the roster over 80 points right. and be a successful successful team in the, in the modern-day NHL that's a, a little more au- offense-focused than it was maybe the last time they had a 40-goal score with Marion Hosa. You need someone to take the reins in a way, in, in a uh in a big way. Lucas Raymond's 20 years old, first round pick. He could yep. be a guy who could potentially do that. But right now, it's either Larkin or Debrinkit. And you bring in Debrinkit for a reason to do that, to be that constant guy. And especially in the sport of hockey, and I think unlike any uh, other sports, you're going to match up with opponents where the third and fourth lines are even strength. And it comes down to in a late game situation. Your best, our best. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and maybe to make it more of an NBA comparison, like th- those skill players. And in those big moments. And that's what Detroit has been lacking. And it's no uh, shot on, on Larkin by any means because he's he's been very good. But uh, and, They don't and have a, one of the best players player. in the league. Yeah. yeah. And and that's and it's 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 funny because hockey at times isn't a, you know, like a top heavy team. Like you look at the Edmonton Oilers, they have two five, uh, top five players, right? Connor McDavid, who's the best player in the sport, bar none. And then you have Leon Drysdial, who's top 10 and last year was top five, but the Oilers can't get past the second round of the playoffs. But you do need those guys to come up in those big moments when you're even strength with a team like Ottawa and you have to have the the better skilled player. You need, in the case of the Senators, right? Brady Kachuk, great American-born player. You need 
Debrinkit to play to his level, to play above uh, that level. And that's what Detroit's been lacking over the last couple seasons. You bring that in and you hope there can be a change. And you hope the chemistry is there too. I mean, early on, I think the thing I'm going to be watching for rather than wins and losses, especially through the first five or ten games, is just to see how the chemistry comes along. Because you could bring in a star player here. Oh, we get this guy in free agency. We bring in Andrew Kopp, a veteran. If there's no chemistry there and it's yep. it's not developed, it's not going to work. A lot of new bodies to work into this yeah. team. Which yeah. is which, which can be a good thing. I mean, like... I, I agree, ben. You You look at... You know, the second line on this team and Lucas Raymond all of a sudden is playing there. That's a testament to getting better. It's not a knock on Lucas Raymond that now he's on the second line and he's not developing the way you want him to. No, that means your team got better. It's the same way you're looking at Will Harris right now on the Lions. He's not a starter anymore. It's probably for the best. Ben, Raymond's doing what first-round picks should do, like contribute right away, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like Jameson Williams. Wow. We can get back to him in a second. I know wow. you guys got a little heated yesterday on uh, no. about me. What, another big question mark I have for this group, and it was uh, a tough spot for them last year, not as bad as the offense, but was goaltending. I mean, they allowed a lot of goals last year, 22nd in goals against on average, and the goaltending was not addressed the way the offense was in no. this offseason. Uh, look, if they're going to be in the bottom 10 in goals against, this is going to be an offense that has to make – stark improvements to make the playoffs if they're going to be a bottom 10 team and goals allowed this is need to, needs to be a top 10 offense and I don't know if it's going to be there immediately relying on young guys like a Lucas Raymond to score possibly 20 plus goals this year and so is the goaltending going to be ready to go this season to counteract what will be a better offense yeah, I mean, Vili Husso is the starter, and you got James Reimer. I can't believe Reimer's still in the league, by the way. I, I, I looked at that today, to be honest. I didn't know who Detroit's backup was coming into today's show. Reimer, Reimer's been Swiss cheese over his career, man. I Hopefully he turns it around. I have to look up how old he is, but you do want a veteran backup uh, with a younger goalie, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't My know. Goodness. I mean, to, the Rangers have brought in Jonathan Quick, who uh, is very old as well, so it, it's sort of a trend around the league to have a backup uh, a backup veteran just to uh, to plug in those situations. But, yeah, I mean, and, and it's hockey cliche and it's maybe casual way of looking at it, but especially in tough stretches when you're playing multiple games in a week, uh, having that strong goalie depth and having in a couple games and a couple instances where a goalie has to stand on his head, uh, that's what Huso has to do. And Detroit did not really get that last year, as you alluded to, Brad. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's the fun part about hockey where – uh, especially come playoff team, you're only as strong as your guy in between the pipes. Yep. And we'll see, because everything we've just mentioned about the offense and the defense, if if you have swish cheese in the net, it's not going to work. Well, again, those two big Ottawa games last year, 12 goals combined in two of the biggest games of their season as they were fighting for playoff positioning. And so, yeah, goaltending uh, needs to be better. Save percentage needs to be over 90%. I mean, it, it just yeah. needs to be better. That's a bare minimum. Bare I minimum. I mean, last year was 80 for, for Huso is 89.6, which yeah. is like, it, it seems good in, in other sports. It's like, wow, 90% of the time. No, it's miserable. It's, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. It low, is not good. You low want, 5%. Yeah, you, you want to, the, like the bare minimum. I, I would say maybe not the Mendoza line, but like if you were to make that baseball comparison, but it, it's, it's I gave 90 because of how bad it was last year. It needs to be 92, 93. Yes, like yeah, at, yeah. slightly below average is 90. So yeah, yeah you, you need that to be uh, to be raised to another to another level, to a new level. We're about 10 minutes away from giving away our signed Pistons jerseys today on the payoff. 989-837-6125. Text us the keyword Pistons to get entered into our giveaway today. We'll do that at 632 989 837 6125 on the Fricks Sports Bar text line. As always, we're presented by the Forward Corporation, Brad Tunney, Ben Bosher, John Vicari. I'm interested to know how that uh, Jameson talk went yesterday, fellas. I know uh, oh John just kind of brought it up. I mean, did it go well? Did we decide to trade Jameson Williams? What happened? It's all fun and games because on Sunday when he catches a touchdown, you guys are going to you know keep your mouth shut about that guy. You guys are only going to have positive things to say about him on Monday. Wow. He's catching a touchdown. For folks who don't know, I was on the side yesterday, and you know I wasn't on the show, but I was on the side that felt, look, if there is a deal out there that allows you to get a guy like a Brian Burns from Carolina that could record double-digit sacks, and all you need to give up is, say, a second-round pick with a Jamison Williams, you do so it. So unrealistic. The window this is, is right so now. The window is right now to win a Super Bowl, and Jamison Williams is not going to help you do that. 
I would. He's played I was one going game, even man. farther back to say, I think Jamison Williams to this point has been closer to bust than he has been to let's wait. That's where I lean. And so if you can go strap yourself on the defensive line, and that was the talk on the huge show yesterday with Bill Simonson, that was the talk in Detroit media yesterday, was would you be willing to strap Aiden Hutchinson on the other side with a double-digit, dozen-sack type of player in a contract year fighting for money when this is probably your Super Bowl window? It's tough to win in the NFL. You win 11 games one year, you play with the hardest schedule in the league the following year with balanced scheduling. The Lions have this year and next before the golf extension, and if it takes giving up Jamison Williams to add to a defense that's already been really damn good, if it puts you in position to compete with the Niners and the Eagles, you do it, and you don't look back because Jamison Williams threw seven games, with injury or not. I'm sure John went over all the evidence of the guys that have been on the IR and struggled and and still been terrible over the years, first-round wide receivers. You just do it. He's played 106 snaps all of our rookies John, John, have you laid played out all the wide receivers yesterday right well, how can you base you laid how it can all you out just right? want to ship this guy away when we barely seen him play? It, it was great too, i'm not trying so to mad. put a he's golden so jacket because you guys want this guy dead no i no, don't know it's it great brad too like you brought up guys uh, past seasons ago well, and shoot, i mean he's here. underperformed at, in akil harry and jalen rager what am i supposed to do with that take a jackson smith and jigba uh, not liked around here, obviously, an Ohio State Buck guy with Houston. He's underperformed. You look, you Google his name right now, or any search engine you want to use, you, you want to use. It's underperforming. Guy had five grabs uh, in a game this year. Yeah, Jameson hasn't uh, caught five balls know, in his life. And do hasn't we know, caught five balls in his NFL know career? What JSN is yet? Do no, we know, but we know what he has five grabs? We know he's better than Jameson Williams. Yeah, then. or he's shown more at least. Yeah. we know his team trusts him more. All I know Can't is that the worse. Lions don't even want to run Jameson Williams in routes. And well, that we, when he's NFL ready after injury, they still don't want to play him in right. routes. Well, we talked about it, and this is Ben's expectation. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ben. His expectation <laughs> for Williams this year, uh, for this week, he doesn't have an expectation. Is, That's the issue. He's a first round wide receiver. Well, and he has no he, expectation. He for had 66 percent of the snaps a week ago. St. Brown is expected to be back this week, but Ben's expecting a higher percentage of hey, snaps man, look, and, we'll and to, to the, be part and, of the game plan. And we'll get to the injury report later. Oh, we will. But someone. Might not be playing. Two guys on the offense might not be playing, which means right from the get-go on Sunday, Jamison Williams is going to be leaned on a little bit more. And when he has a drop in the first quarter and finishes with three targets and one catch? Then he's the worst catch? player in the league. <laughs> I mean, what are we do that? Then that's it, and I give up. <laughs> what are we going to do All then? I know is he can't be worse than Lance Lynn last night. Wow. wow. <laughs> okay. All uh, right, that hits home. It does, it does. It, you didn't think then. we weren't going to talk about that, do you? <laughs> That guy should never be allowed yeah, t- within hey, 100 look, yards of a baseball diamond again. Tough outs for the Dodgers, I will say. If I have to make excuses, I won. Don't know how the hell they won 100 games again this year. I don't get it, but they did. Mm. I thought Dave Roberts maybe had his best managerial season. I thought he had a great game managing in game two. Of course, we're talking Dodgers. Because, because of where we're located here in the Blazy Electric Studios, Loons, Dodgers affiliates, yada, yada, yada. A bunch of our guys have been up there before. Look, I don't know how they won 100 games with missing arguably their top five starters planned coming into the season of Walker Bueller, Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin, uh, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, he was expected on a deal this mm-hmm. year, and they didn't have him. And then they lost Julio Urias. Those were their five starters. Clayton Kershaw was not in the plan coming into this season, and they had to bring him back. And so they did. Those were the starting rotation. They didn't have a single one of those guys this postseason. They didn't have the starting pitching. You can't start a rookie in game two with your season on the line and Bobby Miller as good as he was for us two years ago. Mm-hmm. It, it was just disappointing. They didn't have their starting shortstop all year. They were fumbling through lineups. It just I don't know how they won 100 games. I'm not making excuses. They should have make it to, made it to the NLCS. It was really disappointing, and I'm frustrated by it. For no, those, and you need pitching. Sorry to cut you off, Ben. No, you're good. You need pitching to succeed in the postseason. Only oh, note I'll add. Julio. It was, it was Zach Gallen lose, against Bobby Miller. I you mean, didn't lose Julio, though. Julio lost himself for the Dodgers. Right. So like, as did Trevor sure. Bauer. Yeah. Like, what are we yeah. doing? So, but, uh, yeah, you, you can't win without pitching. And it, I'll, for, it's, it's, we're it's, up against it because we want to get yes, back for the giveaway. So hold, hold on. For ahead. those who don't know, Lance Lynn gave up back to back to back to back home runs. Only they no, called he didn't. back. No, he didn't. Oh, no, it was four in inning. It was four in inning. They called back the fourth one. It was back They called back the fourth one. And then the dude just hit another home run. 
I like Ben's That'd be like man. if Jared Goff threw four picks Williams in names. four throws. This guy sets the studios on fire. We'll be back right after this. We're doing a Pistons jersey giveaway, two signed uniforms. Last chance to enter right now through the break by texting the word Pistons to 989-837-6125. 989-837-6125. We do it next. Garber Chevrolet's Craig Lang addresses supply chain changes and challenges. It has changed in so many ways. I mean, there's parts deficiencies, and everybody probably has some type of an issue where they've came up with the fact that they couldn't get something because it's backordered or it wasn't available or they're trying to fix something and couldn't get the parts to it. GM has kind of gotten to the point where the chips aren't an issue for them, but they still are for suppliers that we need their products too. So it's still coming around albeit not as quick as we'd like to see it, but it's changed everything, Jerry. But I think it's refocused us, too, to be a little bit more patient with things. And I think when we slow down and we look at that, it helps us as human beings, too, to be a little more kinder, probably. And I know there's some people that don't know that we had any shortages of anything, too, so that's still (laughs) perplexing to me, but it's funny. It's changed everything. Garber Chevrolet, corner of Saginaw and Eastman in Midland. Online at GarberMidland.com. Touchdown, MSU! All day, it's Michigan. That roar that was coming through. We go show who the real Lions are. That, that was the roar of every Lions fan in this state. Our teams, our towns. The Lions, the Spartans, the Wolverines, the Saginaw Valley League, the Tri-Valley, and the Jackpot. The Great Lakes Bay region has one home for the best Michigan football coverage. Michigan, man! Michigan man. This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. We have a lot in common, you and I. We're in the same case. Same boat. Same boat of the case. The same case of the boat. We're in the same boat together. You and I have something in common. We live and breathe Michigan sports. And our shows do, too. Whatever you need, you have it. Don't miss Anthony Bellino on X's and Bro's weekday mornings at 6 a.m. And on your drive home, it's the huge show with Bill Simonson, followed by the payoff. This team was legit. This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. We got a game, boys. This week on Sunday Night Football. The New York Giants head up north to Orchard Park and Highmark Stadium to take on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. The Bills own the all-time matchup 7-6 and look for their second straight win against the G-Men. Kickoff is at 8-20. Don't miss a moment right here on Sports Radio 100.9. Submit. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the MHSAA, are the 292,000 high school sports students in Michigan. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. Monday's this football season when you want the NFL. It's right here. We've got Monday Night Football all season long. We've got a big one coming up, guys. Week six closes out at SoFi Stadium. The Dallas Cowboys take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Kickoff at 820. Right here on Sports Radio 100.9. The Mint. More of the Great Lakes Bay region's only local sports show. Back to the payoff. We started in October on 100.9 FM, the Mitt in Midland, Michigan. You know the GM, Brad Tunney. The Ton Man. Yeah. Ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah. The Ton Man. <laughs> you, you know, BT, B Tons. The boss Big Daddy man. Brad. Big you know. Bad Brad Tunney. Ah, there he is. The boss man. A little love from the Dan Patrick show today. How about that? Pretty cool, huh, fellas? 
Awesome. I guess for you. We were uh, in some really engaging all-day organizational meetings here at the ballpark and uh, had a couple of texts come in from friends, listeners. Uh, Dan Patrick, of course, on our airwaves here on the all-new Sports Radio 100.9 The Mitt from 9 a.m. to noon every weekday. And, uh, you know, we sent those guys, Dan and the Danettes, great show, of course, radio legends, uh, a gift bag of sorts, overnighted them about five different Loons jerseys. Leading into that segment, they actually showed off the the Helldiver uniform for the Loons, right? They did. They did. They had a, a shot of it coming in from break. And I have the whole 52-second clip if you want to play it right now, but I know we got to give away some stuff. But uh, they also complimented the name of the station and yeah. uh, a lot of cool stuff. It was really cool to hear, uh, you know, John and national I, program. John and I, I guess, weren't to your, to your status to get a name shout-out. Well... Either way, pretty cool. You can watch it back if you have Peacock. It's on NBC Sports, of course. We found it on Peacock. We obviously had people texting in, and uh, you know you can watch a show on demand on Peacock. That was like what twenty five minutes or so into the show today, yeah, was... nine twenty five. I also had a text come in at about eleven past ten o'clock. We... Eleven past ten o'clock. Yeah. What does that mean? Eleven minutes past ten o'clock. Ten eleven. That okay? It's crazy to me that you Gosh, just it's used that. Clock. Dan, yeah, it's 20, Dan Campbell. A quarter so two, specific. ten past the hour. Right. Well, it's specific because it's radio. You know, it's timestamp. Yeah. So I wonder if people are going to go back and listen or right. watch the other shout out. And then there was one, I think, in the 11 o'clock hour, too. Anyway, pretty cool. We're really thankful to be with the Fox Sports family. And uh, in particular, Dan Patrick, Colin Cowherd, been great for us in the middle of the day. Great listening experience for myself and, and everyone else in the region. I know every, uh, we've received texts and messages and input from a lot of folks that have enjoyed the new programming. This is week two uh, of our change here at Sports Radio 100.9 The Mid. So thanks, as always. We do have a giveaway to get to, 632, every Thursday during our first month in business here from Dow Diamond, and we're a little bit past that, but we've already received word from our winner, Tim from Auburn, texting in today for our Pistons giveaway. He has responded and accepted we're going to get Tim these pair of Pistons jerseys, Andre Drummond, Reggie Jackson, signed uniforms. Listen, fellas, they've been hanging in these studios for a long time. We're making a lot of changes around here. New pictures, new everything. We're trying to make it look brand new, just like the sound on the station is brand new. And, and so not like we were going to just get rid of the jerseys. They're going to go to a good home. Tim and Auburn's going to be taking them home, and so we'll be in contact with you, Tim to make sure you can get those uh, picked up from here at the ballpark. What's the story on how you got those in the first place? From the Pistons. Like, stri- like just straight from the Pistons. Reggie Jackson took it off his chest and <laughs> gave it to you and after signed. a game. Signed, by the and way. And signed, yeah. So they're signed in the back tr- numbers. We've had them in uh, cases here. We've got them out of the cases now so we can give them away. We're going to reuse the cases on our end, put maybe some signed Loons jerseys up. I'm going to try to, uh, you know, our, our buddy Rich Duday here, who does a great job as the director of sales for the radio station, he told me the other day, He's got a signed Draymond Green Michigan State jersey that oh, he's just boy. got in a box somewhere. I mean, what are we doing without that at the studio, right? We got to talk to him about that. I got a, uh, well, I'll flex my muscles a little bit. I got a signed Isaiah, ba- uh, Isaiah Thomas basketball. You want me to bring that in? The Draymond plays way harder for me. Yeah. Well, Michigan State Hall affiliate, Draymond Green's from Saginaw. Brought us He's three, been in the studio. Draymond Green rings. has been in this studio he, before. We what? Could put, yes, we could put the jersey up high school. and put the signed photo of Draymond Green up next to the signed jersey. What is he, how, where, when and why was when he When he was here? at Saginaw High. Yeah. Back-to-back state champs, Lou Dawkins. Difference between him and Isaiah, by the way, one can make a USA uh, national team. <laughs> wow. It's just wow. unnecessary. Just Where did you think all the other nowhere <laughs> with folks, an uppercut? For folks who don't know, we've got a ton of memorabilia around the studio. We've got photos up. We've got signed images from some of the great loons that have played here. We've got a, sh- a shot up from uh, state championship Saginaw Heritage girls team from a few years ago. Uh, we've got the no hitter final out ball, the only no hitter in loons history up there. Second base bag from Championship Sunday in 2016. Come on, you're making everyone sad. Bunch of bobbleheads and everything else. And I mean, Ben, where did you think we got all these bobbleheads from? I know I brought a couple from know. my place a couple of days ago, but the rest of these are, are aren't you an angel gifted? Look, if you've got any memorabilia out there, we I mean, we've got a mini hoop in here. We've got some memorabilia from Midland High, Dow High, Central Michigan University, Saginaw Valley League, Saginaw Trojan Champion Letterhead. Yeah, yeah, we're, we got we're, giving away, we're giving away Pistons jerseys. Now you, you got to give back to us. Give us all your memorabilia. Well, look, if you've got any bobbleheads you want to add to the collection, go ahead. Or if you're out there, you're a collector, or if anyone's listening from down in the Detroit area and any of these teams want to hand us some stuff. We got a lot of, a lot of Dodger stuff, of course. 
up there on the wall of uh, wall of fame a little bit. Mookie Betts, Dave Roberts, Lance Parrish, first manager in Loon's history. Gordy Howe, we've got Louis Loon, of course. Anyway, Vince Scully. Gordy Howe, Louis Loon, back-to-back to something <laughs> else, by the way. Pretty good, huh? That is great. I, Pretty I don't good. know how I never noticed that. Anyway, shout-out <laughs> to Tim from Auburn taking home our uh, autographed Pistons jerseys. We're going to have another giveaway coming your way next Thursday here on The Payoff, so stay tuned for that next week. Of course, you got to listen to know the keyword and text in. Great response again today, just like we did for the, Pist- uh, the Lions tickets a week ago. Any input you want to provide to us in the Fricks text line today, you can do it at 989-837-6125. We had uh, somewhat teased this earlier in the program when we were getting Ben all riled up, all hot and feisty with the Jamison Williams stuff, but the injury report coming in mm. for the Lions, and it's, look, always a little bit concerning. We did this last week when Amon Ross St. Brown was on it and Jameer Gibbs and a couple offensive linemen and Brian Brandt. I mean, look, there's always going to be some question marks. So far, the, the Lions have proven that no matter the question marks in the injury report, they've competed well. Unfortunately, they've got to go on the road this week against a good and winning football team. And so the injury report plays a little harder today. Oh, you guys know, wow, this is new. No, right. you just weren't here yesterday. Okay. That's or okay, last though. week, I guess. Or, or last week. I guess you're just not an active listener of the show. But you know what? That's okay. Uh, injury report. We're starting to play with fire a little bit here. Now, it was all fun and games. You could go play without your best player, uh, best rookie, uh, maybe the best rookie, Brian Branch last week versus Carolina. It might have not mattered. But Jameer Gibbs not practicing for the second straight second straight day, working out with the trainer, dealing with that hammy injury. Whether or not he's able to go on Sunday is going to be a big question because Saturday is a travel day this week. You get one less day to really get with the trainers. Here's the big one, though. Here's the new one who wasn't on the injury report yesterday, did not practice today. Guys, this is concerning to me. Big old Sam Laporta, who I'll just say right now has been the best tight end in the NFL for the oh, first I mean, five okay. weeks of the season. That's, that's 110% true. Don't tell me it's Travis Kelsey. He has not produced like the best <laughs> tight end in the NFL yet. Yeah, but who's Laporta dating, though? I mean, that's the main thing when I evaluate tight ends. Number one tight end in fantasy football. It's the only thing that really matters at the end of the day. He's dealing with a cap injury, did not practice today. And later in the week, you know, with that travel game, that starts to get a little concerning. We'll have an injury update tomorrow. We'll get it at about four o'clock. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the payoff. But I'm looking at this circumstance right now. You kind of want to be full strength heading down to Tampa Bay, especially with them coming off the bye and getting healthier as we speak. Mike Evans didn't practice earlier in the week, but now today he was upgraded to limited at practice. So that's looking like he's going to end up playing Brian branch second day in a row with the trainers, but not practicing Jonah Jackson also out for the second day in a row. It's starting to add up and it might make a difference this week versus Tampa, because this is like you said, Brad, not a team I'd really want to mess with. Tampa little, Bay is a tough team, a little different than being 10 and a half point favorites at home last week than being on the road Favored by just a field goal mm-hmm. this week. Bit of a different game. Tampa coming off the bye. And I'll tell you what, man. Baker Mayfield's playing the best ball of his life. He's cleaning up all the mistakes that used to get him in trouble. He's got the highest completion percentage of his career. The lowest interception percentage of his career. He's getting sacked the least. Career highs in rating. QBR. I mean, Tampa Bay can't run the ball to save their lives. But you don't really want to do that against the Lions defense right now anyway. If the Lions are going to go to Tampa... Down a few guys, they got to get Baker Mayfield playing like the old version of himself. The guy that, you know, made all these mistakes. You could bait into doing certain stuff. Can we get a Kirby Joseph interception? I mean, seriously. Kirby Joseph has been almost silent. I get it. He was hurt for a couple weeks. But he's been almost silent for the first few games of of the season. We need a baited pick. That's why he was the king of his rookie season. Let's get Baker Mayfield throwing some interceptions, which he hasn't really done this year. Bucks are plus seven in turnover differential. It's the second in the NFL. You're playing with fire with these injuries. So you really are hoping and banking on either Laporta or Branch or, or someone, just someone getting healthy before Saturday. They have to travel and then they can suit up on Sunday. 989-837-6125, the text line. We've got one coming in from Ryan listening to the show today saying, we'll be fine. Baker can't throw the ball when he's on his back. True, pass He's rush taking the least great. amount of least amount of sacks. That's a good offensive line down there. Mm-hmm. Pass rush would be even better with a Brian Burns and without a Jamison Williams. 
We're coming back right after this in the payoff. We've got NFL picks. John, oh, he stunk last week. Ben and I did okay. We'll see how we do this week. Tough card in the NFL, beginning with Thursday night football tonight, right here on Sports Radio 100.9, the mid-Denver at Kansas City. We do every game on the NFL slate every Thursday, and that's up next. In life, there are a few rare instances where it's okay to give nothing and get a whole lot of something in return. Take the Casasa Cash Checking Account from Jolt Credit Union, for instance. There's no minimum deposit and no minimum balance requirement. So you pay nothing to open the account, no monthly fees to keep it running, and yet you can earn up to 5% APY in dividends month after month. Open your Jolt Credit Union Casasa Cash Checking Account at joltcu.com slash Cash. APY equals annual percentage yield. Federally insured by NCUA. See website for details. Touchdown, MSU! All day, All day it's, it's Michigan. Michigan. That roar that was coming through. We gonna show who the real Lions are! That, that was the roar of every Lions fan in this state. Our teams, our towns. The Lions, the Spartans, the Wolverines, the Saginaw Valley League, the Tri-Valley, and the Jackpot. The Great Lakes Bay region has one home for the best Michigan football coverage. Michigan man! Michigan man! This is Sports Radio 100.9 The Mitt. So, how are the kids? Well, Emily made the honor roll. Oh, good for her. Yeah, we're really proud of her. Tyler, on the other hand, though. What's going on? He's been moody lately, just feeling down and not like himself. Oh, we've been there. Nick was struggling last spring. He was so anxious and stressed. Really? What helped? Well, he joined the soccer team. And ever since, he's been a lot happier. He has more energy, he's less stressed, and he's definitely in a better mood at home. It's made a huge difference. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad he's getting out of the house, he's getting some exercise, and he's off his phone for once. It's been good for his mental health. Sounds like it's been good for your mental health, too. Participating in Michigan high school sports improves students' physical and mental health. Encourage your son or daughter to get involved. This message presented by the MHSAA and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The high school football game of the week presented by the Forward Corporation. This Friday night, we're at Gladwin High School. The Flying G's 6-1 overall and 5-0 in the Jack Pine host Beaverton 5-2 with one league loss. Gladwin wins, they take the conference. Beaverton wins and they earn a guaranteed share of the league title. Coverage starts at 6.50. Don't miss any of the action on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Sports Radio 100.9. The Mitt. The Mitt. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game for helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Michigan for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The Michigan State Spartans. Touchdown, MSU. Heard right here on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Coming up this Saturday, 2-3 and three Michigan State, fresh off the bye, takes on 4-2 and two Rutgers in New Jersey. Kickoff at noon, coverage starting at 10.30 a.m., presented by Yider Insurance. Don't miss a moment of Spartans football on Sports Radio 100.9. Let's give them what they want. Do it. 100.9 The Mitt. The payoff continues. More from the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. Best time of the week, NFL picks time. Again, to get your thoughts on the air, hit the Fricks text line, 989-837-6125. We'll continue to take your thoughts on the Red Wings starting their season tonight. Hey, if you want to throw us a little bit of concern over this latest injury news with Cade Cunningham, he apparently not playing tonight in the Pistons preseason game. 
I don't know if any of you care about the Pistons yet. Right, yeah, Pistons preseason. Although at the Thunder, Chet Holmgren. Yeah, right, all right, sorry. They're playing in Canada. All right, here we go. NFL picks time. Before we start the music that everyone was really pissed about last week, we're going to... John, just falling over in his chair. We got to go over what we did last week. Again, first time on the air, we're... We're kind of honing in these NFL picks, right? Yeah, yeah. Brad changed the rules like We're three honing times. Honing it on us. in, honing it in. Ben doesn't listen to anything we tell him off the air. We do these pre-show meetings, and I tell you what, this guy's ears are shut. Never listens to anything. Here is the rules. Make sure it's recording in there. Make sure it's recording. Yeah, it says you. You couldn't we figure do, out what you hey, said on the air last we week. We do. We do the entire NFL slate. You don't have to play. You don't have to play every game. You pick five games to play. We tell folks what games you want to play. We don't have to play the same five games. What do you have to pick, Ben? The spread. Not the Uh over-under. Not an anytime touchdown. Uh Not a, oh, uh, Jalen Rager, Nikhil Harry will have more career touchdowns than Jamison Williams. None of that. Well, Nikhil Harry's not even... Jalen Rieger's not even in the league. So. And he still may finish with more career touchdowns. And Ben's still going to play those stuff. That's why you check out his Twitter and our social media platforms. If you want that over for the game. And his locks have been really good this year. Yeah, they have. They have. He's like 2 or 3 and 0 oh or something like that. So when he gives you a little bit of a tip during this that's not a spread, take it to the bank. Well, so I don't far. have anything like that this week. Okay. The other two rules outside of this, just so Ben is listening, we got to play the Lions game, all right? Have to play. So of the five, the Lions have to be one of them. And then, then I'm doing six. <laughs> that oh I, I brought. I mean, how many I times brought, we have to tell I came this guy. to the studio it's prepared. Sorry, it's five ga- fine. Fine. Kill one of the fine. games that you have. You are that you're doing confident six. In. Fine. You fine. are going to do six. Michigan right. or the Michigan State. The sixth one is going to be Michigan or Michigan State. We have to play Michigan or Michigan State. Okay. Here we go. Start the music, and we're going to start with Thursday night football on our air tonight. Thanks to Westwood One. But we weren't doing this song. Denver does he, he doesn't listen li- oh my to gosh. anything. Denver at Kansas City Chiefs, home favorite, laying ten and a half. Mahomes as a ten point plus favorite in his career, ten and thirteen against the spread. He has struggled. They're also Mahomes seven and twelve against the spread after a win. They rarely win big. And with all that being said, I learned my lesson. I'm staying out of the London games. I'm staying out of Thursday night football. Even though everything points to Kansas City, it's too many to lay against the worst defense in football in Denver. I'm out on this one. Of course you are. Uh, I'll go in on this one. Oh, How about early this? play. Denver's Ooh. 0-4-1 against the spread this year. They haven't beat the Chiefs in, ready for this, eight yeah. years. Yeah. 12 straight eight meetings, I think, right? years. Yeah. Denver's got the worst defense in the league. Just give me the Chiefs. Don't overthink it. Yeah, I'm staying away from this as well. I don't know if uh, Swift is going to be in the building or not, so that's sort of, you know, I don't want to have a conviction with the Chiefs if she's not, so I'm staying away. Good, 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 good. All right, so Ben is in. Ben is in, laying 10.5 as the Kansas City favorite at home tonight on Thursday Night Football, which you can hear beginning at 8.15 right here on Sports Radio 100.9 The Mid. Next, Sunday morning in London. I already told you I'm out on this, but just a a few pointers if you've got to play it, if someone's got a gun to your head, Baltimore favored by four against Tennessee. Lamar, 7-16 and 16 against the spread as a favorite. Okay? Second point in favor of Tennessee here. Mike Vrabel, 28-18 in his career as a dog, 25-12 when he is a dog by more than three. Plus, plus going the opposite way. Favorites in the international games, wide margin to cover the spread. With all that being said, I'm not touching it. Got burned by the London game last week. I'm out. This guy wants us to speed up this process and goes on a 90-second rant oh, about sure. it. I'm also out on I mean, this game. Want? Not getting burned by the Ravens a second straight week. As you did last week, which, by the way, last week I went 3-3. Three and three. Ben went 3-3. Three and three. John, 2-4. He's down money. Moving on as Thanks. we're all out on Baltimore and Tennessee. San Francisco, heavy road favorite against a good Cleveland team. That's how good the Niners have been. They're favored by eight and a half. Brock Purdy. Oh, my God. It's already up to eight? Eight and a half. Did you look at the damn spreadsheet? Purdy, 15 starts. Eight no at home. Two and three, though, against the spread on the road. All that being said, I'm out. Haven't been in yet. I'm in. Um, Listen, everyone is on the Niners. Everyone's talking. Can this team go 17 and 0 after they played their best game probably the entire season? against the Cowboys last week. This spread opened at just two and a half. Think about that line movement. It opened at two and a half, and now it's at eight and a half. Everybody's on the 49ers. I'm going to bank on Deshaun Watson playing. Give me the Browns to cover. 
Yeah, and the reason for the line movement is because of Deshaun either not or playing. the media. He won't talk to the media, and Cleveland sports media doesn't know whether he's going to play or not. Speaking With of all Cleveland that said, media, David Nanjoku? You see us. We've got to keep face. going here. Quick With text all that coming said, in on the text line. Uh, we got a quick text. Let's go, Wings. Let's go, Pistons. Thankful for sports in the 989. That's from Mr. Snackman coming in on the Fricks text line. Gotta love nice. Mr. Snackman. You also gotta love the Cleveland Browns this week. Have you seen the weather in Cleveland? It's gonna be sloppy, windy, and rainy. The California Johnson. kids are gonna win, but they're not gonna cover. We got five minutes, fellas. Washington at Atlanta. Falcons laying two and a half at home. Washington fresh off getting waxed by the Bears. I'm in on this. Rivera good as a dog. I'm picking Washington plus two and a half. <sighs> Have fun. They're on a three-game losing streak. Ritter, I'm, you can't convince me this Falcons team isn't good. They just their quarterback's holding them back. However, he's 31 and ho. Uh, when you combine his last 31 collegiate and NFL games, they're at home. I'll take the Falcons to cover. Yeah, I'm taking the Falcons to cover as well. Washington okay. extra rest with Thursday night football, but I just don't believe in them. I believe in the Falcons second straight home game. Falcons minus two and a half. Bucking the trend on both of them. Carolina at Miami. Two touchdown favorites, 98% of the tickets on Miami right now. I'm out. Nope. Out. Out. Minnesota laying three. Road favorite at Chicago. Probably getting a shootout there. Two bad defenses. I am out. Uh, I'm in. Wait. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Vikings, you know, no Justin Jefferson. I don't know who the hell they're going to throw the ball to. I don't even know how they're going to move the ball. I'll take the Bears. I'm out on this one. Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Jags favored by four and a half. Fresh off the game in London without a bye week. Very rarely do you not come back with a bye from the international game because of that. All the sharp money on Indianapolis. 98% of the cash of this game is on Indy despite the tickets favoring Jacksonville. Big sharp play here for the Colts. Plus four and a half. Are you taking it? Yes, that's what I just said. No, you didn't say that. Okay. All right. Uh, this was the game I was going to bet on, but apparently against my will, I have to bet on the Lions. So I guess I'm out. But if I was going to bet I on I said this, be quick, Ben. John, let's go. I'm out. He's out. I'd New bet Orleans. On the Jags if I could. Minus one no, and a half Anthony at Richardson. Houston. How are you betting on the Colts? Gardner Minshew's fine. New sure. Orleans minus one and a half at Houston. I'm out. Out. Yeah, I'm in. I like the Saints here. I, I wasn't convinced by Houston last week. Lost a tough one to Atlanta. Saints are a dome team. Go into a dome. Ooh. I'm going to take them and what is a glorified pick them. Okay. Yeah, I lean Minus New Orleans one as half. well. Seattle at Cincinnati. Are the Bengals back? They're laying two and a half at home. I'm out on this one. I'm out, but this is probably one of the better games of Sunday. Okay. I'm staying away. New England at Las Vegas. Man, the Patriots suck. <laughs> two and a half point favorite. Raiders. I'm out. I'm out. Jacoby Myers is catching a touchdown against the Patriots. Revenge game. Ooh. Nance and Romo are getting this game for some that? reason. I'm not allowed to. Okay. Oh, boy. Nance and Romo getting this game for some reason. I think it's going to be a stinker. I'm staying away. Next game is the Lions. We've got to pick it. Otherwise, it'd be a stay away from me. We know Jared Goff is the best quarterback in football for the better part of the okay. last half decade against the spread. Tampa Bay off a bye, though, while staying at home. Last game was at home. I lean Tampa a little bit of a letdown here for Detroit. I think they may still win, but they're laying three as a road favorite. I'll take the Bucks. Against my will, I guess I'll pick the Lions. Too much emotional emotional investment in me to actually put money on this, though. Okay, here we go, John. Key for this game is Laporta playing. The Bucks allow an average of seven grabs to a tight oh, end. I if he, he plays, I am liking the Lions. <laughs> I'm going Lions minus three. And growled. someone to watch with Tampa Bay. Christian Izian went to high school with the kid. Good safety oh, in the okay, secondary. No, a rookie out of Rutgers, one of the best. But watch him, but I'm taking Lions minus three. Okay, they're both in on the Lions. Second time I bucked you guys already today. Uh, Arizona at the Rams. No. They're out. a minus. They're under 500 and a touchdown favorite. Out. Sean McVay, 10-2-1 against the spread in his career against the Cardinals. 10-2-1. Plus, how about this, fellas? This is the biggest nugget of the week. Favorites of seven or more, when that favorite is under 500, 23-0 in the last 23 games. Rams are going to win this one. If you want to tease it with a money line, take it. I'm going to take the Rams minus seven. Out. Out. We got two minutes to go before we toss it out to Travis at Northwoods Coaches Show from Fricks. Philly at the Jets, minus seven for the Eagles. Out. Out. Yeah, I think it's a trap game. I'm out. I've got the Giants. I'm taking them. Oh, no. Plus 14 and a half in Buffalo on Sunday night football. Buffalo back from London, laying over two touchdowns. Oh, 83% of the money on the Uh, Giants. We know where it's going. I got the G, man. Out. The That's Giants have lost back-to-back games when they've been underdogs by double digits to San Fran and Miami. They're going to be a national embarrassment for the third time this season.
Dallas minus two and a half at the Chargers. I'm out. Out. I'm out. And then we've got to pick one of Michigan or Michigan State. I'm going to play the Michigan game, and I'm going to take Indiana on the road minus uh, plus 33 and a half. They are off the bye. Bad weather is expected. Michigan with MSU looming next week. Too big of a number for me. I'll take Indiana when I've got to pick either the Michigan or the Michigan State game, Indiana plus 33 and a half. Uh, too big of a spread for me to ever touch. I uh, feel way more confident about Rutgers minus four and a half anyway. They keep their opponents under nine points a game at home. If you take away the Michigan game, uh, they've, they're 42 a game at home. 4-0 at home. Undefeated against the spread. Give me Rutgers. Rajiano, birthplace of college football, Piscataway, New Jersey. Rutgers is going to cover. This guy loves Piscataway, New Jersey. Woo! I don't get it, man. Appreciate you tuning in today. If you want to send us texts throughout the night, 989-837-6125. You know it's on the Frick Sports Bar text line as we send it out there right now to our good friend Travis McCurdy. And what a win for the Northwood Timberwolves this week as we send it out there for Northwood Football Weekly.